have you watched the season finale of Vanderpump Rules? You know I did. Can you please let me talk about this on the pod? I guess. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee. Today's episode, Kaylee is breaking down investigating a narcissist. Specifically, a narcissist that has been all over the media outlets. Like, unless you're living under a motherfucking rock, I don't know how you don't know about this. Kaylee, can you take it from here? (laughs) I was doing a dance in the video, so go to our YouTube for that. (laughs) Yeah. Have y'all heard of the Scandal So, fun tip of me and Grace, we're just Bravo fanatics. We are Bravo researchers. We like to watch the shows and then we like to talk and we like to dissect the personalities of these people. We love reality. Okay. That's so just it's, it's really funny because Kaylee learned in her human design that she's a researcher. And I will call Kaylee on a random day. And if Kaylee is able to, based off her busy schedule, have any of the housewives on in the background while she's doing things. She's like, okay, so I restarted Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because I wanted to see where Lisa started manipulating everyone. And it's really interesting to dissect, you know, her strategy and tactic. Like she's really good. So yeah, that's the level that we get. And I do. And guess what, guys? So I did that for Vanderpump. And then I restarted for Lisa Rinna because I just wanted to see when and what season did she lose it and who pushed her to that. So I'll keep you, I'll keep you updated. But today we are here because I wanted to deep dive into Tom Sandoval on Vanderpump Rules. So a lot of people are calling him a narcissist. And I'm like is he a narcissist? Okay, I am not a doctor. So, you know, I'm not going to say he is, but I feel like we should investigate this. I would love to. I would also, I've heard it repeated over and over. So I really would love for you to break it down as to, can we at the end of this episode, call him a narcissist confidently without being a doctor? Why don't you, for the non-Bravo listeners, break down a little Long story short of the Scanderball drama. This is for someone like my boyfriend. Here's to you, baby. (laughs) This is what it is. Long story short, Vanderpump Rules has been on air for, I don't know, like 10, over 10 years. years. And within that, Tom Sandoval, who we're referring to, a gentleman on the show, ended up dating this woman, Ariana who he's been dating for nine years, life partner status. Okay. You don't have to put a ring on it. You don't have to put the bling on it. It is what it is. Nine years later, this season of the show, they're introducing, or has been introduced another character, Raquel. We will be calling Rachel because that is her not stage name. She was previously engaged to another gentleman on the show, James Kennedy. That engagement ended. Rachel is finding herself. She's trying to be single. She's very bad at it. Yeah. Ariana took her under her wing and was a very good friend to her, as in defending her to other castmates, inviting her to all of the events. They were constantly hanging out. Very, very good friends. Then it drops in the middle of the season that Ariana found a video of Rachel and Tom on Tom's phone was a screen recording of a FaceTime of presumably them doing 
and a very inappropriate things, masturbating. So yeah, it broke. It became a big fucking deal when your best friend cheats on your, well, no, when your boyfriend cheats on you with your best friend and your best friend lies into your face for like over seven months. And this is all happening on television. We are watching real reality. Okay. Like people that don't understand what a big deal this is. I get, I've heard it over and over. Oh, cheating happens in this. And like, it does. The reason people are pissed off is because we all have our own personal experience. More importantly, we've been so invested in this show and in this cast for so long. And we're watching the lie unfold in front of us. Honestly, Bravo is so fucking lucky. Could they be luckier? It's like the biggest study in reality TV that I have watched the last episode where the scandal broke. And wow, just how this man is reacting to everyone is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it's just a bunch of fucked up. There's an episode, a scene where Rachel is basically confronting Ariana about the problems in their Mm. relationship, saying that they're not intimate. Ariana and her life partner, Tom, are not intimate. She's asking her about it while she's, while Rachel is fucking Tom. Like it is the Mm. most fucked up. It's bizarre. It's just fucked up. It's fucked up. It's on so many levels. But let's break it down, the psychology, because you know that's what we're here for. And that's what Okay, so a narcissist is not someone who just has a big ego and is very confident and full of themselves. A narcissist is very scary. To break down what a narcissist is, a little tidbit. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to do my best. So entitled... Like we all kind of know that one, someone who just like it's their way or there's or no way. They're not self-aware of their entitlement. Like they just it is what it is. Like they are king, God, the boss. They don't want to know. They don't want to be self-aware. They don't want to fix it. They don't care. That's just how it is. They don't feel guilty. So using Tom as an example, this man doesn't say sorry one time. Instead, he is twisting the narrative and making it her fault this whole time and you can go back and watch it it's super interesting they enjoy hurting other people what I mean by that is they like to see you squirm they like to twist gaslight they want you uncomfortable they want you to hurt look at them like vampires they are feeding off of their victim Ariana such a very likable character we'll call them characters very likable character a very woman empowered strong loyal individual he saw that and needs to feed off of the good qualities in her because he cannot feel narcissists do not have any empathy it's not that they don't want to have empathy and sometimes they feel bad no they legit don't have that quality so they get these victims and they're often very fucking awesome well-rounded people and they literally suck the life out of them dude it is fucking crazy that's why i get annoyed when people are like oh my god you're a narcissist it's like no bitch a narcissist is 
fucking intense. Yeah. It's a personality disorder. It's not a thing. And I appreciate you explaining it like that because when you started to to go over some of the examples of it, it's like, okay, well, I might have like a little bit of that or like a little bit of that. But I think the way I see it in my head is we all have ego and everyone's Mm -hmm. ego Mm -hmm. is at a different place on the scale. But once you've crossed over like the tip of the scale of ego, you turn into a narcissist of like with all these other things, a lack of empathy, no guilt. It's just like an extreme disorder. So that's something I never knew because I've heard it thrown around. Yes, our ego can get out of control, but- we're able to check ourselves or we're able to feel bad about it. We're able to maybe act like an asshole for a year and look back and be like, holy shit, I was a fucking asshole. But narcissists, there kind of is no hope for them, unfortunately. Like, if you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist. There's no fucking pill you can take. Like, that is just how you are set in your ways. Soul-sucking succubus. You know, what's sad is I've heard that there are so that you can't really even intense psychological therapy, like you can't, to your point, perform really that on a narcissist because there is no rewire re-switch unless you're going in like shocking probes and stuff. And even that I haven't heard too much of, <laughs> but they do have loads of therapy of like, okay, now you're in the situation with it a soul sucking succubus how do you deal with a narcissist which is sad sad Sad. and so they also like in your relationship will make things really 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 confusing so let's have an example like you're asking what time will you get home what time will this happen you know a normal person would say six o'clock okay great comes home around five o'clock A narcissist will take a simple question like that and spin it and make it so confusing. So example, I'll get home whenever I usually get home or I don't know when I'm done with this project and you're like, what? And then so maybe they creep in at like seven and you're like, what happened? You usually get home at five and he's like, or she's like, I told you. X, Y, and Z, you know, and they're just gaslighting. They like to make clusterfuck of your life in the simplest of terms. Your confusion gives them more control. Yes. And they, once they find their victims, they are conditioning you from day one. It's creepy. So do we think that so far, it sounds like we've shown that Tom Sandoval doesn't have guilt at least in his actions that we have seen and now is it possible that he's conditioning Rachel to Mm. his next victim because he described her to be this like likable dumb go with yeah he described her as someone who respected him that's and to me aka someone who was able to be controlled I think she is the a really good victim for a narcissist because she's lost but at the same time she's maybe confident she is just very seems to be super easy manipulated and I don't know dude well it's easy to be manipulated when you haven't learned who you are yet 
Yeah. And I think that's something that's been hard to watch is her self-discovery this season after getting out of a relationship and relatable. It's challenging if you've been so invested in something and then have to be removed from that. You got to find your footing. Uh, she stomped her foot in a big old pile of shit. So she never found yeah. her footing. Well, he took advantage. So for he, sure. And like age doesn't really matter, but this guy's in his 40s and she just turned 28. Yeah. And he, and here's here's the thing too. Like she doesn't have a lot a lot of life experience at no. all. No. And no. also if if Rachel and Ariana would have not been friends in any other dynamic, you know, Rachel would still be wrong, but she wouldn't owe Ariana shit. The only person that would owe Ariana shit is Tom. But because she is a friend, she's complicit in this disgusting masterminding web. So anyway, easily manipulated. So, so far I'm leaning towards Tom being a narcissist. There's also several different types of narcissism. So if you feel like you have one in your life and you want to research, yeah, so there's one that's called a vulnerable narcissist, and it sounds like to me that's what Tom is. One of the things that they do, let's say in a cheating scenario, let's just use this example, he has made it her fault. He tells her in these episodes that she wasn't following him. She wasn't, what else did he say? She wasn't following him around when they he was cheating on her. They weren't, t- yeah. She, if she would have gotten her car and followed him at night, she would have easily found out he wasn't going to his friend's house. He was actually going to hook up with Rachel. He told her that their lack of intimacy, you know, was obviously the catalyst of his cheating. He said that her, the way she spoke to him, you know, made him feel less than and, and just really was blaming her for the relationship failure no accountability at all and narcissists do not take accountability for anything they're gonna guilt you Mm -hmm. when it's their fault it's your fault I feel like he sucked her dry of everything and was done with her and he found a new supply yeah so what is the supply that narcissists look for strong people and isn't that weird? Wouldn't you yes. think it was the opposite? It's strong yes. people because they want that. They want to suck out everything out of you because they don't have it. Question. Mm-hmm. So do you think when they look at an, like a, if I'm a narcissist and I'm looking mm-hmm. at a strong person, is it because I envy your strength or is it because I'm like sadistic and I get excited about like, oh, look how strong they are now. Just wait till I'm like, you know, done with them kind of. I don't know the true answer, but I would say it was the second one. They want that power. They want that control. And they get off on having control and power over someone so powerful. Mm. They also look for people. They start testing you, okay? So when you get in a relationship with someone, they will ghost you, silent treat you. They're, they want to see how you take their lies, their manipulations. How do you behave? How easily are you forgiven? Like, do you forgive them easily? And when you do, they're like, okay, this is a good victim for me. And I don't think, I mean, I'm not a narcissist. <laughs> not a narcissist, okay? <laughs> no, but I don't think they're like consciously thinking this, but this is like what's been studied. Like this is how they work. They'll ghost you. They silent treat you. They lie to you. Then they pull you back in. 
and this is part of their conditioning. It's crazy. They look for someone who has integrity and loyalty because they want you, they're going to condition you to have that loyalty to them. I think that Kanye was an, is a narcissist. He is a narcissist. Okay. okay. I understand not for everyone and not the right way, but I do think in order to be in fame, you have to be, your ego has to be on an insane level. But like mm-hmm. we talked about, there's a difference between having an insane ego and then having an actual disorder. And there are some yeah. people like that you see where if it's like, okay, like something is wrong with you. Yeah. Like yeah. having a fucking affair with your best friend's partner Yeah, while you're staying with them. Like the fuck is wrong with you? Empathy. They want someone with a lot of empathy because they don't know that feeling and they want to use that to however they need to use it resilient so bouncing back after a big fight easily love bombed like uh, also someone who's sentimental and like loves deeply because they need someone who eats up that love bombing after they just fucked your world up to where you just forget about it Mm -hmm. but look he did he or she did this we always talk about this if you're dating right now and someone is love bombing you very early in the relationship where the trust and respect haven't even been built yet don't take it as flattery take it as a red fucking flag yeah period yeah if someone's like complimenting you and you're in the back of your head like you don't even fucking know me yeah and it's not just like one like oh it was really nice talking to you you have a lovely personality or like it's like every good morning, the most beautiful thing. And wow, I just, you're insane. I'm so lucky to talk to you. Just the intensity of it. You have to gauge. Watch out for that shit. It's very scary. But there's ways to starve a narcissist. Okay. So here are some like key phrases. You are entitled to feel how you feel. Telling a narcissist this. So you're releasing the attachment and the perception they've created for you. They want you to see yourself as they see you. Does that make sense? Yes. So if you're telling them you're entitled to feel how you feel, you're entitled to see me that way, but you're keeping your control there of, I know I'm not that way. And you're not going to fuck with that. Like you're not going to fuck with the way I see myself. You want me, you want to see me as X, Y, and Z but I'm confident enough to stand my ground or I'm not responsible for your reality of me. That is another way to just kind of be like, Hey, motherfucker. Nah, not today. I am not the one. I say that all the time and not to narcissists. I'm not responsible for your reality. I love that. I do too. I love that so much. I'm not dealing. I am whoever the fuck I want to be, which is a good person. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Fuck off. And then another thing a narcissist will do, as I spoke about earlier, as they kind of make this crazy map of conversation, they just will throw shit out, crazy ass shit. Like, okay, let's use Tom and Ariana. You slept with my best friend. Yes, I slept with your best friend, but that was because you weren't following me whenever I left the house. And you're like, what the fuck? But sometimes when you're in that shit, you're like, oh, I did this. You know, they're gaslighting you. I'm the crazy one. 
I'm the reason why he stepped out. Try and notice those flags, telling them, let's get back to the subject at hand. Like, let's get back to how you fuck my best friends. Like, don't let them take you off track. Mm -hmm. Because that's the goal to confuse you. It sounds like someone who's dealing with a narcissist has to be very grounded in who they are and practicing like stoicism, like trying to remain unaffected by someone that has previously loved on you and sucked you into this relationship and convinced you of all these things. And so you're emotionally now entwined where then they have the open door to start really manipulating you. Yeah, they want you to show a lot of emotion and they want to upset you. That's what they're feeding off. So whenever you're like showing emotion and showing you're upset, that is what's getting them high. Like, you know, introverts, they recharge in their room away from people extroverts recharge at parties or with groups of people narcissists recharge whenever they are affecting you mm. so a best way to starve a narcissist is do not give them that emotional reaction you know long text don't give them screaming the throwing you like grace said st- fuck I can't pronounce the word stoicism you've got it stoicism you got it (laughs) that is the best way to starve a narcissist is just do not play into their game because they'll move on they'll move on to someone because they need that wow so is Tom a fucking narcissist or not I believe Tom is a narcissist I think he is too dude I think Tom is a narcissist. I'm going to continue to say it about him, but I do think it's a, it's a good call out to not really throw that around just yeah. in the conversation or witty, playful banter, because it would be like, oh my gosh, well, people do that though. People are like, oh my, you're schizophrenic or you're bipolar. It's yeah, like, like, dude, that's not, can we yeah. not? We're like, working to be better about that. Let's be better. Be let's better. Be better. I have a question. Okay. Have you ever had an experience with a narcissist? Yeah. So as you can tell, I'm very fucking passionate about this. Why? (laughs) Because I had to research a lot about a narcissist because I have one in my life. And after talking to professionals about it, you know, just about my experience, y'all know I love my talk therapy. So after my therapist was like, girl, like you're dealing with a narcissist. I was like, "Mm mm-mm. So I did a lot of research on just how to quote unquote starve a narcissist and it's worked for me. Good. Like if you feel like you have someone in your life and honest y'all, this could be your parents. This could be your grandparents. Doesn't have to be in a relationship. It can be anyone in your life, a coworker. If you think like someone's treating you like shit and it's gotten to the point where it's kind of weird research and see like maybe you know you need to starve a motherfucking narcissist because this shit is real and you know there is just so much you can go into about it there's so much there's like 10 different narcissist types and it's just there's a lot of research but I highly recommend if you feel like this could be going on in your life to just research it because I starved my narcissist and now I know how to deal with it not to say like it's not easy every day or whenever I have to speak with this person but I'm happy now and like it was a really big deal in my life dealing with this person and now it just doesn't affect me because I did the motherfucking research knowledge is power and work 
I have no one way, last no question how. because now I'm like, my wheels are churning about like yeah. my, if I've ever come across one. Mm-hmm. Could, in your experience, can a narcissist fake emotions and guilt? All the time. Okay. That is where they shine, girl. Okay. That is where they shine. If yeah. they're on a platform like Thomas, that's their stage. It's crazy. It's crazy. Thank you for providing everyone some insight on how to deal with a narcissist. If you think you are, do the research. Like Kaylee said, there's so many different types. Yeah, there's tons of like people speaking out who are victims of narcissistic abuse. And yeah, like I always say, we got to fucking stick together and help each other out. Absolutely. Definitely research. Also, I love Bravo. <laughs> Also, we're at TV. Also, um, if anyone else wants to talk about a Bravo, just DM me. Drop it into our DMs. If you enjoy. You like Beverly Hills? You like Atlanta? I watch them all. Okay. We're going to have to do. We try not to bombard you guys with uh, just Bravo related episodes because we believe there are plenty of podcasts that do a great job of covering it. However, on the occasion, we will continue to drop our tidbits when things hit the fucking fan. Yeah. And I like this was fun to kind of blend some Bravo into mental health. So (laughs) I had fun. I had fun. I had fun too, Kaylee. Thanks for educating. I have a intention for us before we leave today. Yes. So our intention for the week to come or the week you're in is that sometimes we hit a roadblock and sometimes we hit roadblocks to be challenged. And sometimes we hit roadblocks because the universe is screaming at us to, Kaylee's favorite word, pivot. And your job is to be so in alignment with yourself to know the difference. So next time you hit a challenge and you're like, man, fuck, like, am I supposed to overcome the challenge or am I supposed to change direction? I need to reflect on that. Yes. I love that. Thank you, Grace. Welcome. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next Wednesday. Yes. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and please, if you have not already, like, subscribe, rate, and review. You can also watch the full episode on YouTube at figuringitout underscore GK. Your support means the absolute world to us and we look forward to seeing you guys next Wednesday.